Hey, what's up, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Slizzy. Coming to everybody with another Slizzy take. Shouts to everybody that be tuning in. I appreciate the love and support. Go follow me on Instagram at S-L-I-Z-Z-Y-T-A-K-E. Go follow my Reddit blogs, reddit.com slash user slash Slizzy take. And go follow my Snapchat. Go follow all of my social media accounts, Facebook and whatnot. Let's get right into it, man. State of the New York Knicks podcast, part 19, trade deadline special. I just want to get into all the trades, short summary of why they did the trade, and give my own little grade for it. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about the Knicks and what the future can behold for us. So let's get right into it, man. Now... It was a lot of trades in the trade deadline. I think it was about 18 to 19 trades. Um, I'm going to break each trade down, though. Let's get right into it. The first trade was the Hawks acquired Jabari Bird from the Celtics for future cash considerations. Um, Basically, uh, I see the Hawks is just taking on another young player. Celtics is removing this guy from their rotation, probably to add another player. Um, you know it's it is buyout season, aka Christmas shopping season for NBA contenders. So yeah, I I like this move. I rated a B. It's a B. Hawks get another guard that they can use in their rotation. They tank it anyway. So next, I got the Nets acquiring Greg Monroe and a second round pick from the Raptors. Um, I like the trade. Um, the Nets need rebounding. They already got a starting caliber center in Jared Allen. Um, Greg Monroe helps in that department. He's not a defender, but I don't believe they need him for defense. Probably low post scoring. You know, in the playoffs, the game slows down, so you obviously need low post scoring. So I get a smooth a B minus. Um, it, it was a cool move. The Magic acquire Markel Fultz. From the 76ers for Jonathan Simmons. That was a huge trade. I love this trade for Orlando. And I love it for the 76ers. For the fact that Orlando hasn't had a number one guard. Point guard rather. In years. And I believe they finally found one in Markel Fultz. I believe Markel Fultz in a smaller market. In a market that nobody cares about. You know not a lot of paparazzi. Where he could rehab. And have his own slow process and get better as a player and get better in his mind and gain more confidence. So I'm glad that he's on Orlando and I'm glad he's on a team that nobody could really, you know, look at. So I appreciate the Orlando Magic acquiring Markel Fultz. And I appreciate the 76ers against Jonathan Simmons. If you don't know Jonathan Simmons, he came from the he came from the Spurs. Spurs found him basically off the street. <laughs> But he's 6'6", 6'7". He's a wing. He could play defense. He could go above. You know, he could go above the defense. He's kind of a high flyer. I like Jonathan Simmons. He's a he's a good player. Next, you have the Clippers acquiring Michael Beasley and Avika Zubak from the Lakers for Mike Muscala. I like this trade. Oh, and the Magic in the 76ers trade. I give it an A. I give it an A. I love that trade. That was probably one of the best trades all day. I love that trade. But next, you have the Clippers 
acquire Michael Beasley and Avika Zubak from the Lakers for Mike Muscala. I like this trade. I know you heard the rumors about the Lakers and Michael Beasley and Luke Wall almost getting physical. So, and I like Zubak for the Clippers. The Clippers are currently now going into tanking mode. They punted this season. They're basically going into this offseason with two back cap slots, just like, uh, just like the Knicks. So it's gonna be good. Hold on, excuse me. Anyways, sorry for that. You had had to blow my nose real quick. I apologize for that. So next, I like this trade. Uh, the Clippers get a young front court player. You get Michael Beasley and you no know, vet. The Lakers get Mike Muscala. They need a shooting. You need shooting around LeBron, Rondo, Ingram, you know, uh, Lonzo Ball. You need shooting around those guys. You can't have not have shooting around those guys. So that was a great move. They did not have a stretch big. So that's another reason why I believe they made this move. But I like it overall. Um, I give the move a B. I like the move. Um, the Trailblazers, the next, the Trailblazers acquire Kalav Swanigan from the Kings for Scout Labassiere. And I like I, I like this trade. And the reason why is because the Trailblazers, I believe they needed another young front court player. Don't get me wrong, I like Zach Collins, but Scout Labassiere is probably the better prospect. They both can shoot threes. They both a stretch four. Um, Scalabasier is longer than Zach Collins, his wingspan. So I just, I'm intrigued by that trade. And it could sneakily be one of the best trades of this trade deadline. Um, I give this trade an A, A minus. I like that trade. I really do. I really do. Um, next, you have the Raptors acquire Marcus Saul from the Grizzlies for Jonas Valanciunas, Dolan Wright, and CJ Miles in a 2024 second round pick. I like this trade too. You got Marcus Saul from the Grizzlies. Marcus Saul is a good defensive player. You pair him up with Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard is a great player in his own right, NBA champion. Um, I believe this trade can put him over the top. It can get him to the Eastern Conference Finals. And I love this trade overall. The Grizzlies is punting their season. The great and grind era is over, as we all know. Um, it's starting new, starting afresh. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas, Triple J, front court is, that's going to be beastly. And I like Jaron Jackson Jr. too. He's a good player. Um, I get his trade at A. I definitely love this trade. So far, it's no trades I didn't like yet. Um, you got the Pacers acquiring Nick Stauskas, Wade Baldwin from the Rockets for a future second-round pick. I don't understand that trade. <laughs> but I guess the Rockets wanted to get below the tax line. So, you know, you, you make that trade. Um, I get that trade about a C. The Grizzlies acquire Avery Bradley from the Clippers for Garrett Temple, Jermichael Green. Um, you can see the Grizzlies, they're trying to get a vet in there. And the Clippers, they're just getting two players that could be in the rotation. So I get that trade a C. 
Then you have the Bucks acquiring Nikola Mirotic from the Pelicans for Jason Smith, Stanley Johnson, and second round, four second round picks. I like this trade. The Bucks getting another stretch big for Giannis. It looks like the 2009 Magic. I heard that on the Nick of Time um, live broadcast. Some guy brought that up. I, I like that comparison. So I get his trade at A. Um, 76ers acquired James Ennis from the Rockets for 2021 second round pick. It was a that was a cool trade. Um, as you know, the Rockets need defense around James Harden, and you need players that's just gonna fill the roles of doing the dirty work. So that was a good trade. They also acquired Amon Shumpert. And that was a good trade for me as well. So that 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 I give that trade an A as well. Um, the Rockets really needed a lot of you know depth. You know, going into the going into the trade deadline, the Rockets. Just, excuse me for the cutoff, but going into the trade deadline, the Rockets really needed a lot of depth around James Harden. So. I guess though they all the trades was great. I I love the 76ers trade that Tobias Harris trade with the Clippers that puts the 76ers over the top. I believe they're the favorites in the Eastern Conference. I believe the 76ers has the best chance to beat the Warriors. You have four players averaging above 15 points. They can switch everything. That's going to be a force to be reckoned with in the Atlantic Division for years to come. I'm actually pretty scared to face the 76ers for the next few years, but hopefully the Knicks in their own right get a bunch of players, you know, that's going to play hard. Finally, let's talk about the Knicks for a little bit. As we all know, we traded Kristaps Porzingis. Um, we got Dennis Smith Jr., DeAndre Jordan for the future, Kevin Knox, Mitchell Robinson, Frank Nicolina wasn't traded during the trade deadline. I applaud the Knicks management. I love this Knicks management, man. And Scott Perry, I trust. But, you know, you recognize Frank Nicolina plays defense. That's what people need to recognize. He's a great system player. So I can't wait to see what Fizdale does with him. I can't wait to see the future. Having $75 million and just knowing we have cap flexibility is just so refreshing. The Knicks never had that. We haven't. We never had this young core. So I'm against the AD trade. I'm against trading on our assets for Anthony Davis. I'm against all of that. So let's keep it going. It was a great trade deadline. Loved the deals. The only deal I hated was the Otto Porter deal for the Bulls. You basically traded cap space for a guy who had a 15% trade kicker. That deal was just so foolish. That I give it a D, an F, whatever. I'm glad Bulls front office is not Knicks front office. Because if I was a Bulls fan, I would be pissed off with the Bulls front office. But, you know, that was a great deal. Um, that was a great deal for us not dealing at the trade deadline. Overall, I like, like what the Knicks did, like the future. And I like what the Knicks is going to be doing in a couple years. You just got to keep it motivated. Keep, keep, stay the course, stay focused. Don't let, don't allow, you know, the media to, to 
dictate to us what we need to do and what we shouldn't do. I hate this New York media. But I appreciate everybody tuning in. State of the New York Knicks podcast, part 19, trade deadline. Part 20 is coming up next. Shout out to everybody. Peace.